Oh, hey there, chat. It's me, Brian. And guess what? I've got a little plug-in to do. It's for Patreon. If you don't know what Patreon is, well, that is where our most loyal listeners hang out. If you head over to patreon.com slash work together for $5 a month, you actually get the episode a little early if I get it edited on time. And one of the other things you get on Patreon is a bonus episode. The show we do over there is called The Break Room. We take a deep dive into some nonsense, into a random question from a viewer, from myself. I put Scott and John in some interesting situations. Now on today's show, we actually wanted to give you a little taste of some of our favorite moments from The Break Room. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, so Scott knows this about me. JMO, I think, does. But when simple technology uh, does not work, it is the most. It's like I don't rage very often, but it <laughs> sends me into full on rage mode. Some things that drive me insane is my mouse. I still, guys, I still use a wired mouse because when my mouse. Unbluetooth from my computer, I cannot actually handle it. <laughs> Another technology that I refuse to use is the I don't know what it's called the hands free in cars or whatever it is like the oh yeah I hate that so much oh it's mm-hmm. so bad it's so bad and my wife has that in her car and it like we'll be in the car doing whatever we'll be talking and it's like her can i just can i just tangent right now brian so i'm coming off the edge a little bit i'm gonna i'll set up the question because this i'll save this one for you but my question for you guys is what like simple or basic technology when it does not work just drives you insane jmo there's your window you may go okay cool because i'm gonna take it away from that (laughs) the thing that bothers me most about (laughs) technology let me tell you is when there's not a freaking consistent volume coming off of something. I spend so much of my life toggling phone calls and YouTube videos up and down and up and down and up and down because they're either blasting your ears out yes, or you can't hear it. You so probably like, don't love our podcast some, then. Can we get some <laughs> impression on that audio? And so the reason I hate it in the car is because that, that car play just blast that phone call out into the car and it hurts my ears yeah it's it's just awful technology it sounds worse like we have other ways to be hands-free now let's use them it's so intrusive it's just like here's what gets me connected is i'll put on my airpods i will be walking out of um, work and then let's say i uh, get into the vehicle right I'm still talking. I turn on the car. I put it into reverse. What happens in this moment is the backup cam kicks on. Okay, you with me? (laughs) Backup Mm. cam kicks on. The touch screen is no longer there. But my car goes ahead and connects to my phone and has a little prompt that says, do you want to switch to hands-free? Now, when it's done this, two things about it. One, audio is gone. It's neither in the car hands-free nor on my AirPods. The other thing is... You can't even touch the screen because it's in backup mode. So I have to f- 
I've now my phone call is in like straight up like limbo. Limbo. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. And so call back I'm, to the app. I'm backing up, and I'm just like, wait. I'm like, hey, uh, I don't know if you can hear me still. Just give me a second. And I gotta like back up, navigate, put it in drive, click no on the hands free, back to the AirPods. I'm like, you still there? And if it's Bcat, Bcat waits zero point <laughs> five seconds for a phone call to not sound correct before he drops out of it. Like, so what, you drop for a second, he's hanging up, panicking what, that maybe the call didn't go well. What prompted this thought for me was the other day I was driving to work and I called my wife, or maybe even she called me. I don't remember. Um. But whatever the connection was, I was sitting there and sitting there and she was just like, and I, it wouldn't connect. And I was going insane, just like waiting on it. And so I hung up and she calls me back and the same thing. And then finally, the third time we connect and my wife is a little saucy with me because I kept hanging up. But what was happening was she was, (laughs) she was inside, uh, like in the bathroom or in our bedroom or something. And I had gone out before I had went to work to start her car to get it warmed up. And Uh. so her phone was like trying to connect to the van outside. And it wasn't like a good connection because it was... Hands-free, get out. Oh, get out of here. I hate it. I won't waste too much time. I'll get right into it. I don't... So I don't know where this question came into my mind, but it was... Well, I kind of do. So I was trying to think back. Like, I've always wondered, like, man, you get to go back in time with the knowledge you have today. Like, what are you doing? You taking back the sports almanac? You taking back whatever. And I was like, well, that's too that's too broad. So I Bitcoin. tried to... I you just yeah, talked about it. Going back <laughs> and doing that big one. I understand it. <laughs> so I tried, to, I tried to hone it in just a little bit. And here is what... I'm going with. So you get to go back in time and take one piece of art with you. So uh, a music, a uh, movie script, uh, painting, something like that. You get to go back in time, take one piece of art with you and claim it as your own. What are you taking back? Okay. Okay. And I'm realizing that when I wrote this question, I didn't give you a like time period. I feel like we've got to give it, it's got to be like, modern enough like 1990 feels good for some reason but is that old enough is that a long enough back so as a tangent which i love to do isn't there a movie coming out with the guy that was in lion where he like he goes back in time and they've stolen yes and he's like the beatles have not been a thing yet and so he's just like jamming all their songs and everyone's like this is the most amazing music we've ever heard so that 100% like is a, a thing. separate timeline as if like the Beatles didn't exist or something. Yes. Yes. I think. Well, I think at the end, the guy playing like. Whoa, easy main... spoilers. My it's in the, it's in the It's in the trailer. Okay. okay. I've not seen the movie. But it looks like someone's like, hey, you like play us a song you've never written before. And he plays like one of their popular ones. He plays like, hey, Jude. And then they're like, oh, that's funny. Does it look like this music that I'm holding? Mm. Anyways, that's probably the whole movie, so maybe you don't need to see it. But so I'll I'll let I'm gonna open it up a little bit. I tried to give it some constraints, but you get to take a piece of art back in time, claim it as your own, and I'll let you pick the time. I'll let you pick how far back you want to take it. So a song, a movie, an actual painting. What take an album? About? An album would be fine. I'm taking 
a book of those 3D pictures. Okay. We like you stare at them and it's like, this is a weird pattern. Oh, there's a guy riding on a dolphin. I can so, see it. I can see it. Okay. So Scott's not looking to make a bunch of money, just kind of middle of the road. <laughs> I'm just looking to wow some back. kindergartners. <laughs> a thousand years. Ooh. And before we could print stuff, I don't know when Gutenberg. They're like, came out. how did you get this material? Exactly. This ink structure. I am going to go back and I'm going to convince everybody I'm a witch with these things. That has gone very well in history. Yeah, to you're about to get burned. <laughs> it's gonna, I'm going to flame out hard, but man, I'm going to blow some minds. I'm going to be like mind style like David Blaine when they do some kind of trick on the street and people can't believe it. That's going to be me with this 3D artwork. So that's my answer. My favorite part about that is when you said freak, it bleeped and so it sounded like you swore. But <laughs> my... <laughs> <laughs> Brian, can I... I'm sorry. I just have to do this again. One of the Please. things I like to think about is like, what if you were transported back in time, let's say like 1100s, like 1100 BC or whatever, and you're put before like Egyptian king, what would you say, you don't know the language, like how would you describe to them that you know things and that you're valuable to keep alive? That's something I think about all the time. Like what would I do wow. since I can't talk to them? John, have you Anyways. ever listened to, there's a comedian named Nate Bercy. That has a bit mm. how he knows so little that if he went back in time, he couldn't like convince them <laughs> from the future. He'd be like, yeah, it's crazy. We've got these like phones and they're attached to what's like there's like metal floating in the sky and it like can kind of sit. Honestly, I don't even know how it works. It's like real crazy, but I'm telling you guys, it's like you're going to love it. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's great. I, I've thought of this somewhere in between of that before of like, man, if I took back like, like, for some reason, gun technology is coming to mind. Might be a little hot button here, but like, if I took back like some form of technology or like a book that like told me how to do the thing or like a computer, I I could never I could never like get the resources and the tools and the 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 things together to actually build that piece of. So tech. there's a book there's a book you need, Brian. It's called How to Invent Everything, and it's this scenario where they say like humanity starts over here's how you start from fire all the way up to circuits and like building all these things be me trying to do an aqueduct good luck <laughs> yeah you We're just take these no sticks crops. and all oh, that broke well, so <laughs> so here's my real hill. answer to your question brian oh, there's still that <laughs> now that we've i've taken as far down the path i would probably pick if i i'll just i'll stick to your original just one song because an album's kind of it's kind of a cheeky answer i would pick probably either one of two Coldplay songs and take it back to like 2005 or something like peak Coldplay <laughs> time period I would either take <laughs> yellow or fix you and then just become a rock star so some you of mean around when they came out with the song <laughs> like like hey <laughs> yeah but like a little bit before that Okay, so it's okay, still okay. it's not too not, early, you know. Not peak Coldplay. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I want I want that that uh, that style of like genre to be popular among the masses, gotcha. but just like sl- maybe like a year before. Hopefully, they don't have that song just like cooking in there. For- mm-hmm, Actually, mm-hmm. Yellow was written because his wife's mom died or something. Mm. So there might be some dates I could pull on that. I need to do some research before. Mm. Um, before so, time travel, before you go back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when did she die? 
So John and I went in the same direction, except for I was like, so I'm going to one hit wonder because I won't be able to make another song. And so I wanted instead of coming up with like some great, amazing song. So you're close. You're close. (laughs) Name one other vanilla ice song. Oh, you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. Besides ice, ice, baby. TMNT, baby. Scott knows. Scott knows. Wait, what is? Hold on. I'm confused. How is how is ice related to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Did you not see the secret of the ooze? Ninja, ninja, rap. No, I'm so lost. That that I don't seems, know what words you're saying. You you, you sound like you brought up. It's his okay. second most popular song on Spotify. So okay, shout out okay. to it being as popular as Ice Ice Baby, if not better, because it's Ninja Turtles. But in Secret of the Ooze they bust into a live Vanilla Ice concert and Vanilla Ice makes up a turtle Ninja Turtles rap song on the spot and it's dope and the turtles do a breakdance fight to beat Toka and Razor right there. How does he make up Is a- this a Ninja Turtles movie you're referencing? Yeah, like Ninja Turtles TMNT2 Secret of the Ooze. Okay. Not okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and watch this, but yeah, my the first <laughs> Scott's one. Scott's dead. <laughs> the the two the We're two that came to mind so much. Was Our relationship either, is so strained. <laughs> I was thinking I'm either gonna do Ice Ice Baby or I'm gonna maybe stay here a little more modern and go ahead and take that Old Town Road baby and release okay. that release that maybe a year or two ago I bet. what would be here's what i hope happens brian travels back in time and it's With one of those that. things that only time is time based purely it's not based on it could be quality at any time he goes he's not going back with mozart where it's like this is crazy good he goes back in time and plays it. People are like, "This is garbage." Well, how much <laughs> he doesn't get famous? I blew my one chance. How, how I much? Could have brought back any song. I could have brought back Eminem. How much? How much? How much of what they do is like luck? I mean, oh, you yeah. have to get so lucky. So, still, do we want a tangent? Are you talking about Little Nash, Old Town Road? The Little Nash? No, it's uh. I don't know his name. It's Little X. Nash something? That's it. Uh, oh, boy. I'm I've only now. seen it in writing. But we are there's now a in... good uh, marketing story about how he got that popular. So I'll send you that, Brian. Please do. Because uh, then I can use that when I go back only one year. Yeah, you need to use that. You'll need Twitter to be there. So we should definitely go back when Twitter is around. Yes. Well, Scott, John, chat, anyone have any closing thoughts? No, I mean, just... I'm pretty excited. I've been kind of thinking about buying 3D posters and how I wish they just were even popular right now. <laughs> Maybe I'll take them. Go get you a lava lamp. Get you a, a poster. You know, I ha- guys, you know, that was <laughs> that's how I, I just l- need some power for this. It's awesome. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> you guys are going to flip. It's like a Give me 10 <laughs> minutes. Really. Give me 10 minutes. This thing will be blowing your mind. <laughs> oh, everyone fell asleep. That's fine. <laughs> well, boys, today we're talking pet peeves but real mm. specific mm. pet peeves mm-hmm. so what i want you to set it up with and don't worry i'm coming with a story today so uh pet peeves that are specifically kind of hypocritical in nature so what i mean by that <clears throat> is the other day i was driving down the road and let's just say i've got a little bit of a road rage problem 
And the things that I get really, really mad about are tailgating, people coming over without using their blinkers, uh, you know, the, the, the usual type road things. See, the problem, though, is my wife gets on to me all the time because those very things that I get mad at, I don't do either. I never use my blinker or my <laughs> tailgate, and I drive real fast down the highway. So I'll ask it this way. <clears throat> Maybe not pet peeve. But what are things in your life that maybe irrationally, like to a normal person, someone not using their blinker, probably not a big deal. But to you, what are things that like irrationally maybe trigger you a little bit? Whether you want to hashtag shout out, blast, uh, you know, a wife or a family member. I've got a wife one in the hopper. I'm trying to see if I get away <laughs> not doing one. Help. <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, uh, they're never going to see this, Scott. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's true. So my pet peeve is <laughs> my wife doesn't watch this. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, what are what are like things that are maybe less significant, but that they just they just set you off? So this one is a classic that I've been roasted for, uh, at work and at home because I talked about it at work that I roasted my wife for it, but. We have, because, God, we just are one percenters, and so we have an extra fridge in our garage where we keep Ooh. all the beverages. You got the waters, we got the Gatorades, like the LaCroix, just boxes on boxes out there. So that is our, a.k.a. the drink fridge. So something that I try to make a point of is, if I'm going out there, see if the wife wants one. Hey, I'm going out to the drink fridge. Can I grab you something? And I do this, but oftentimes... I'll go to grab a drink from the drink fridge. Hey, can I grab you something? Oh, no, I'm good. I already got one. Oh, you already, <laughs> you already got one. So in theory, you could have already accomplished this by doing what I'm doing, which is saying, do you need one? Is that right? Is that accurate? Or am I well-based? So, but the problem is sometimes I slip. Sometimes I slip up. And the problem is when you make I bet a you bold, don't hear about it. I bet you don't you hear make about a it bold when you take like that. And it wasn't <laughs> like I kind of like was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like you already have one. You could have asked. I went ahead and made a big like <laughs> big stink about it. I'm like, you know, it's pretty often that I'm asking you if I could get you something and you've already got something. Doesn't it seem like you might could ask me uh, if you goof up. The problem is she's waiting on you. <laughs> but, you know, guess what? You are human also. So that's one of my uh, hypocritical pet peeves. So John, what's a what's a small thing? What's something your wife does? Well, so she is in the room right next to me. So uh, <laughs> maybe Brian goes right now. Oh, I got another one when Scott brought that up that I was reminded of. But JMO, I need to space out. I need to space it out a little bit. I mean, I have an endless amount of pet peeves. I'm just trying to think about which ones. Which are... one seems irrational in nature? So maybe step away from the hypocritical, but like which one is like most people could How not. This How about when someone can't pick up on the hint? I'm So I'm, I am non-confrontational. Even on a phone call, trying to get off a phone call, I like to give some subtle or not so subtle hints that the conversation's all up. And some people... They can't do it. They can't pick up on the hint you're throwing down. Well, all right. Well, I guess we better wrap it up. You can even say like that, and they'll just dodge around it and keep talking to the point where they make you say, "Go, 
listen, hey, I got to hop off of here because I'm at home with my family. So, bye. We've been talking for 30 minutes. Hey, I've been trying to shots get off fired because those are words Scott's used with me before. <laughs> no. Yeah, who are we talking about here? There are socially unaware individuals that you just can be on the phone and you can't. They will not. And this they do that in person as well. Individuals where you just can't that's, get out of a conversation. That's a little crazy for me to hear from you because I feel like you just bounce when you're done. Like, I feel like I've, I've met you in real life at like a public <laughs> thing and you're just like, well, all right. And then you're just because you're right. I was like, okay. That's because sometimes <laughs> I've gotten to where, yeah, you know what? I think that is something I've developed over time now where I've gotten a little more okay with just like, those are the conversations at a spot where I want to leave. So <laughs> I guess I'm going and not trying. Well, I'll leave it up to you to kind of pick it up and say goodbye on your own. It's like, I'm just going to make the call for us. <laughs> So, JMO, so, for you, have, has one cooked in the old brain? One that makes me probably irrationally upset is when anyone's device makes any sound loud. I'm talking <laughs> phone better not ring. You don't need your text tone on. Better not be hearing a YouTube video playing. It's like respect the airspace. Okay. I've always, if I'm going to listen to something, I've always got headphones in or I'm in the other room. And if I'm gonna do it, it may, I'll have it like really, really soft. But like, a lot of my family members are repeat offenders of this, where it's just like, did Let's you want to hear out. this YouTube video full volume in public? <laughs> cringe, major cringe for me. My dad's uh, text ringtone is the like alien spaceship sound, or it like you know like the sci-fi sound, and it's always on. It's on a volume setting that is unattainable by any iPhone I've had, but his is <laughs> volume. I'm always like, whoa, is it like Sonos? Like, what is that? But it's that one that's like... Yep. Mm, love for like, it. And it's like so long. And it just... And you know how the iPhone will also do it again like a little bit later if you didn't like check the text message? It's like, Dad, you don't need that on it it doesn't make him go get his phone it just like lets him know like there's a text in the, in the kitchen just waiting for you yeah so like, my dad for one point had a full ringtone his text and so you would get 10 seconds of things every and and we have this family group thread which i imagine all of you have mm-hmm. where you know you'll get 10 messages real quick and mm-hmm. i mean you would hear this song play <laughs> over and over and over and we finally were like dad <laughs> You can't do this. You, you have to stop. No one else is doing that. <laughs> yeah. So just uh, you know, bring the old wife into this one uh, so that I Go can ahead. get in trouble later. Uh, <laughs> so this makes me irritated when anybody does it, but I only correct my wife on it or like ask for my wife to, you know, somebody else does this. And I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight about this. But when I call somebody specifically my wife and I say, Hey, what are you doing? And they say nothing <laughs> for whatever reason. And, and it's almost even getting me a little rowdy now. I don't know why that bothers me. And what I, what I, where my wife and I are funny about it is that I'm like, you. so for me, logically, you can't be doing nothing. Like even really? if you're sitting on, on the phone with me, or if you're sitting on the couch, staring out the window, what are you doing? You're sitting on the couch staring out the window, right? <laughs> like you're doing something. But she knows that it drives me crazy and it's a little playful to her to like mess with me. The, the, but the problem is 
like inside I know that it's irrational that I'm frustrated. And you know she's like doing it to But to I also know she's doing it to mess with me. And so I like can't I like can't justifiably be angry. Uh and so anyway, it's a lose lose for me. Me and my wife are the opposite. She calls me and I say nothing or like back when I was unquarantined and I'd go work downtown, she'd be like, What are you doing? I'm just like, Oh, just working. And she, mm. what she wants to know is like, where are you at? Are you at a coffee uh, shop? Are you going to pick up lunch? And it's like, it, she, she would get, we've had a couple arguments about her being like, not trying to invade your space. I'm not trying to tell you you can't do stuff. You can just tell me what you're doing. And I, like, well, I am usually just, just say, working, working, yeah. nothing. <laughs> are you ready, boys? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's do it. So. We love video games. We often talk video games. We don't care if we're talking tech. We don't care if we're talking movies. We don't care if we're talking books. <laughs> we find a way. This is true. This is true. We'll get it there. We find a way. And so today, so I've thought of a couple of different ways to ask this, but I think I'm just going to spoil the end and let you answer it. You get to choose one video game. One video game. Is like Desert Island thing? Like I'm playing it for the rest of my so, life or what's the... So I've got to the first sentence with <laughs> you know, Scott like already asking clarifying questions. <laughs> so this is how this works. You guys, you, you guys are me. you guys are familiar with Ready Player One, correct? Yep, but I've so, not seen it, and I want to read the books and no spoilers. Okay, so in a nutshell, there is a, a, a system. Also, by the way, I'm a li- I almost want to stop right now. Neither one of I know, I know. It's oh, I'm I've behind. read it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It is so good. Also, the rest of his books, not good. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Snowstorm so there is there is a world, in a nutshell, there's a world that you can, like, log into that's, like, full immersive. So you wear, like, a headset, bodysuit, and it feels like you're there. You can be any character you want. It's called the Oasis. We're not necessarily going to the Oasis, but you must get sucked into your favorite game, Let's not say favorite. You get sucked into a game of your choosing. You get to experience it as if you have the abilities of whatever character or person you have, but you cannot get out until you beat it. What game do you choose? While you're pondering, I will let you go first. Okay. (laughs) This is obscure when I've talked about it a little bit before, but it's called Monster Rancher specifically Monster Rancher 2. So before I jump into the experiencing it as a like individual in the game, the game's premise is... Uh, no NHL hockey? You're not no a hockey. hockey guy? No, <laughs> that could have been mm. 16-bit. Uh, so the premise is you are a rancher who raises monsters, and you train your monster so you can every day you pick whether you want to it's like a digimon almost kind of thing or not digimon but like a tamagotchi where it's like uh today i want to feed it today i want to let it rest today i want to train it and you can pick what you want to train so you can decide to train you know um a specific skill like strength or agility or uh, a special skill and then depending on its type it will get bigger gains on those different things now how do you get a monster of a certain type the way you do it is you would go to the this uh, like church essentially in the game, and you would pause the game. It would like have you take the Monster Rancher disc out. 
You'd put in any CD from around your house or DVD, put it in, and it would generate a unique monster based on the data coming off of that disc. What system was this on? PS2. And huh. that's pretty cool, though. It was sick. And so, and some of them had like, some of them were like unique to like the, like they were like some that you, you could only get from like a specific album. So there's like uh, 15 that would different be crazy races. If it was like, some random guy who has never sold any records, all of a sudden they're like, dude, the best one comes Flying from this hillbilly strumming a banjo. Gotta go get it. And so they, uh, my brother and I, we would like do the like Mandela squares all summer long where we were like, okay, if we take a jelly Swayzo and we take a stone um, golem and we breed them, what are we going to get? We're going to get that. Jelly Gollum? Sick. <laughs> Let's train them. And we kept like a spreadsheet of all the CDs that we tried, things like that. So you jump into the real game. First of all, you're just living a ranch life. You're living out in a farm. You got this baller monster that you're training. And if he gets good enough and gets notoriety, people will come and ask him to go on adventures with them. And they'll say, hey, I'm going to explore this old cave or this uh, this pyramid. Can we bring your monster to help us while we go for like mm. protection and he can like go into the cave to look for gold and uh, other treasures. And so the, uh, you know, you're going on adventures, you're living on a farm, you're going to sick tournaments around the world. If your monster's balling, plus you get to get these relic discs uh, and, you know, go to the church and see what you got. So I can bring my baller uh, CD collection with me. That is not at all what I would have expected. <laughs> JMO, you've yeah. had some time. <clears throat> So my brain, when you said favorite video game, I, of course, went to Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And that would be a pretty dope one to be in if you were young Link. Because then, oh, I didn't even think about that. Because then, have you guys played that game, first of all? Or are you going to get a little bit I'm familiar with it. I'm familiar with it. Scott, you said you haven't played it yet, but you've like... You want to. Correct. I actually borrowed it from a coworker right now. I have it. I just haven't started it. Oh, okay. Mm, trying to, I don't know how to do spoilers. You're okay. You're okay. I'll so, anyway, in some, so in some guides, anyways. <laughs> okay, so there's you start out as Young Link. This isn't even my answer, but I just thought about how cool this would be. You start out as Young Link, and you are trying to go through these dungeons to be able to unlock. Uh, the Temple of Time, which behind it holds the Master Sword. And when you pull the Master Sword from the stone pedestal, all of a sudden you're Adult Link. Mm. But if you put the Master Sword back in the pedestal, I can't say that word tonight, then you're back to Young Link. So that would be pretty dope if you could just like snap between kid version of yourself, Mm -hmm. do shenanigans, become adult version of yourself. That's pretty cool. That would be very Um, cool. That would also be pretty cool to hang out in, get some sweet weapons, Get some hover boots, get some mirror shields, underwater <laughs> tunic. Okay, actually, there's a lot of cool things there. Uh, John's but gone. then I thought... Underwater tunic? <laughs> that one doesn't sound as good. Uh, a swimsuit? Yeah, you gotta get the Zor tunic so you can breathe underwater. Anyways, but then I thought, what if you were in Halo? That would be pretty dope. Be To be old John Master Chief. His name is actually John. You should read Fall of Reach if you haven't. It's good. But... Being Master Chief would be pretty dope. But then, after hearing Scott's story, where he basically <laughs> described a worse version of Pokemon, I would pick Pokemon. <laughs> because that would fulfill my lifelong... That's that, true. Playing Pokemon that game... would be a blast. Implanted in me, like, wanting to have this strong bond with an animal. Mm-hmm. and that's But that's like a bond to the max. 
<laughs> so you know I'd be out just hiking around, camping with my Arcanine all curled up. Letting your Don't Arcanine even need a fire. He could just make chase one. after anyone just... trying to scoop up the poke poop. Mm. No, Get I mean you're in the forest. You just leave the poke poop. <laughs> <laughs> That's from this week's episode. So if that doesn't make That's any a call sense, back to a call forward. I so guess, yeah, actually. Pokemon, hundred percent. And I would never beat the game. I would just stay there. <laughs> Just, this is <laughs> intentionally oh, no. not really <laughs> peace so that's a good question i should have gone first because mine is not nearly as good and but jmo got real close on scott i would be in nba 2k because <laughs> you're my... gonna say call of duty i was like brian no because no, no, no. <laughs> no, you, you noticed that i said you take on the abilities if i'm just going mm. into nba 2k and i'm brian i ain't doing that <laughs> But I want to be freak athlete, and I want to play the game exactly how I play my career. So basically, sports games have like a story mode to them. And the most common type of story mode is you are a nobody, and you try to become the superstar. And how you do that is... You score all the points. You get all the rebounds. Pass you, just to yourself. <laughs> yeah, like you, you, <laughs> you never let anyone else take another shot. And I, you just, dunk from half court. <laughs> that's Space Jam style. That would be my life: is rising up through the ranks, becoming the MVP, winning a championship, and having those abilities. Oh, that would be. What dumb. about jumping into Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto would be actually kind of fun. You just go steal a car, drive around town. As long as you drive around for a little bit, you're cool. Just like in the same neighborhood. Uh, oh, just go and like run into a building and then get some weapons and then, well, I mean, I guess you're killing people, but it's a video game still, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was the only thing I got hung up on a little bit. Is if like you die this, in this scenario, do you die in real life? No, I would say no, but you, you can't get out until you, you beat the whole thing. Be, you beat it. And that was the one thing for me is playing in NBA 2K, I have literally no special powers whatsoever. I'm just a regular human. Hmm. But so that would that would be my other choice would be something where I get to like fly and fight and be Iron Man. I dig it. Well, chat, I hope you enjoyed the show. And like I said at the top of the show, if you're not a part of our Patreon we would love for you to be a part. You can go over to patreon.com slash work together and hear this every single week. Love you, chat. Bye.